Hey, you're listening to That Witchy Stuff, and I'm your host, Celeste. Uh, Welcome to Season 2, Episode 4. Today we'll talk about divination. Um, Before we get going with that, uh, you may have noticed last week I didn't get an episode out. Um, Really apologize for that, but my kid was um, facing some pretty serious medical issues, and um, they really needed all of my attention. So, you know, one day I'll be a real grown-up and have some extra episodes uh, stored so that I can publish, you know, publish them when I don't have time to record. But today's not the day for me to be a real grown-up, so here we are. I do really want to keep um, keep to a schedule, you know. I really do want to publish every week. Our episodes are only 30 minutes, and, and they're not very complicated stuff, you know. Um, so it's not like we really need extra time to to listen or to process because you know I mean y'all know me I'm I'm pretty simple um but yeah so here we are episode four and we're going to talk about divination um the first thing that I should say about divination is um I think I was a I was a witch for well over a year, maybe even close to two years or so before it occurred to me that divine and divination were similar words. Um, so divination is communicating with the divine, right? Well, that led me to another question, which was, what is the divine then? Um, And I think that everyone is going to have their own personal answer for what the divine is. Um, You may think, think of it as like a higher power or a deity. Uh, You probably know uh, deities doesn't really resonate with me. So that one doesn't work for me. Um, You may, some people think of it as their um, subconscious or higher consciousness, Um, whatever aspect of consciousness is not what we are, you know, actively using on a, you know, minute by minute basis. Um, And then, uh, like for me, I, I view the divine as the universe. And I don't mean, obviously, the astronomical sense of the word. Um, I mean, sort of the uh all-encompassing existence of everything um i you know but i say i'm atheist but it's really because i i'm actually agnostic but agnostic has such a sort of a christian connotation to it that i don't like to use it um i do believe in some sort of higher power I believe it's so far outside of the realms of what we could ever comprehend that it's incomprehensible. So there's no point in me trying to understand what that higher power is or whatever, because it's not possible to understand. So I just don't bother. Um, But I do feel that the universe has... um, You may remember me talking about harmonies a couple episodes ago. So I feel like there are 
choices, like my destiny is not set in stone. You know, um, I don't think that, uh, I don't even completely believe in destiny. If I do, it's something a little bit different than like the regular definition of the word. Um, I think that the choices I make have a direct impact on my future, right? Like, I don't think that my life journey from beginning to end had a, a set course. <clears throat> um, it's sort of like one of those choose your adventure books. You know, there are, when you choose certain, certain paths on, on, you know, certain options on the adventure book, some of them get you to a good ending and some of them get you to a bad ending. Um, and I kind of feel like that's what life is, except there's a lot more than just two or three options. <clears throat> um, so, yeah. And the reason that that's relevant to what, what we're talking about is in order to communicate with the divine, you need to understand what your interpretation of the divine is, because it can affect the way you, um, the way you attempt to communicate with it. You know, um, when we're talking about divination, if, if you're considering the divine as your um, other consciousness, then you may be, how do I say this? Well, like, okay. So I do believe that the divine is uh, like that, that universe thing that I was talking about. But sometimes when I'm working on some form of divination, I need to know what my subconscious knowledge on a topic is. Um, particularly if I'm divining something related to the past or the present. If I'm divining something that is related to the future, uh, I don't think that my other consciousness has an answer to the future. Um, so in that, in that context, I would definitely be um, communicating with the universe and trying to find which, um, like if I take a certain path, is that gonna be harmonious or discordant? Um, so yeah, what are types of divination? Um, there's lots of types, like there's almost an endless number of ways to practice divination. It can be um, very defined or it can be very um, intuitive. Um, scrying is sort of the, in my opinion, sort of the first level of divination. Scrying you can, there are set things that you can use, tools and methods, um, or it can be very, very, very loosely defined. Um, scrying is anything from using like a black mirror, crystal ball, um, water, uh, fire, um, things like that that you can look into, um, or it can be uh, something like um, tea leaves. It can be uh, 
like even cloud watching or even something like you know stirring your bowl of tomato soup and and seeing what you see in it um scrying is sort of like uh what you want to do is put yourself into sort of a light trance-like state um you don't have to be like you know completely out of it or whatever just you want to be you want to open yourself up to hear or see or feel or whatever it is that you're going to do um most of the time scrying is not going to involve something like um like with tarot certain cards mean certain things period and they may mean several things but certain cards mean certain things with scrying there's no set definitions like that um if you're going to use like a black mirror it's not actually a mirror it's a is clear glass that's been blackened on one side um typically you're going to do it in like a darkened room and you're going to stare at this mirror and let your mind open up you may see something like with your eyes right um you may hear something you may just intuit something uh i'm sure you've heard of clairvoyance i mean you know that's a pretty common word i guess probably since the 70s or so um it's french for clear seeing so you can see something there's also clear hearing and clear knowing um it is i don't remember the i don't i don't um remember what the words are they do have like clear something words um they do have their own uh words i mean um but different people will scry in different ways um for me if i do manage to scry it's that it, scrying is a little bit harder for me if i do manage to scry something it's usually sort of a clear knowing kind of thing like i have intuited something um i think for me personally most of the time i think i intuit a lot of things you know things that i probably shouldn't know kind of stuff but it just happens so naturally it's not something that i'm like actively doing maybe one day i can grow that skill um i don't know but with with my life as it is right now scrying is really difficult for me i've not found much success with it um but yeah uh basically with scrying you you may have a specific question and you're scrying to get the answer to that question or it may just be a very open ended kind of thing like where you're just opening yourself up to whatever it is that the divine needs you to know in the moment um some other forms of divination you i'm sure you've heard of runes i think most of the runes that we that we see are nordic um there may be some other word but there's sort of that uh that old upper european type of area um 
usually the ones that I've seen, um, they have, they look a lot like our letters, but different. Um, they, each one of these runes will have a specific uh, name and a specific meaning. Um, and then you, a person may, uh, you know, pull out a certain number of runes out of their bag or whatever, and those are uh, what they use to answer their question. Some people may um, like empty them out onto a surface, a table or whatever, and how they, how they fall is, um, is they, is how they fall is, uh, part of the divination, you know, like if they fall, you know, in face in a certain direction, or I don't really use runes, so it's hard for me to talk about. I've tried, I just didn't really connect with them. Um, but they may, uh, you know, um, only take out the first three that grab their attention or something. I don't know. What I'm saying is they uh, each have specific meanings and the way that they interact with each other is how you get your, your reading. Um, you may have heard of Throne Bones. So I think, I think Bones is, is usually gonna relate to African type magic um, or African based magic. I don't know that for sure. You know, there could certainly be um, other very, you know, uh, common uses for it but the only time I've I've seen it referenced is you know usually related to hoodoo and voodoo and um things of that of that nature and when when someone is going to throw bones it is the way that they land you know if they cross each other or if they're touching or not touching things like that those all have specific meanings and uh you gather all of these things together you know these things as a whole individually and as a whole um are how you determine your reading um there's also uh pendulums so a pendulum is going to be usually some sort of crystal it could be metal um at the end of a chain and you hold it up and you ask your question and if um Hold on. Sorry, I had to sneeze and I sneezed my whole headset off. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I'm back. Uh, yeah, where was I? Uh, pendulums. Um, pendulum is going to be some sort of heavy object on um, some sort of chain or string or something like that. Uh, you can even do something like tie a ring to a string. Um, but it is typically good if what you're using is very well balanced on um, the string or chain or whatever. Uh, because you don't want you don't want the uneven weight of something to determine or to have any sort of impact on the movement that it's going to make. Um, so yeah, you you hold your pendulum out, um, you ask a question, and then the pendulum, if it moves in one way, it means yes, it moves in another way, it means no. 
And then some people will also go with um, a maybe or an I don't know, things like that. Um, some people will say, you know, it always, if it spins, if it moves in this way, it, it always means yes. Or if it moves in that way, it always means no. Um, others will say, ask a couple of um, opening questions so that you can determine what means yes and what means no. Um, I, I have a pendulum. I kind of like the pendulum, but I don't necessarily feel like I'm getting, I feel like I may be doing the communicating with my um, different consciousness when I'm using a pendulum. Also with basics crying, I feel like I'm, if I, if I need to know something about the past or the present, maybe I'm going to do scrying or maybe I'm going to do a pendulum because I kind of suck at scrying. Um, but I feel like with a pendulum, I, I worry that my body is physically making the pendulum move. And I can't quite get past that enough to use it in a very, um, Uh, I can't quite get past that to use it in a way that's other than asking myself what I think about something. I mean, I don't word it like that, like self, <laughs> you know, I don't know, should you date that guy? You know, um, I may word it to the room but I, I do kind of feel like it would be, it's my own body that's making those movements. Some people use a pendulum stand and they get results with that. Um, I've never used one. Uh, what that is, is, is sort of a, um, well, it's a, it's a stand that you hook the chain onto. And now you know that your minute movements in your body, like the pulse in your fingertips is not, making things move because you're not actually touching it. I've never tried it like that. I, I do wonder if, um, if I would have any results with that. So yeah, uh, now that brings us to um, cartomancy. Um, so mancy means like um, magic, like necromancy. Uh, carto means um, I don't really know if it means, I don't think it means cards. I think carto might mean drawn images on paper. Like cartography is like maps, map making. Um, cartomancy is card magic or card reading, um, which is all really just a fancy way of saying tarot and oracle. <laughs> uh, I like to use tarot more than oracle. Um, but everybody, everybody tends to have their own opinion about that too. So tarot, there's, there's a lot of information about tarot actually. So it was originally created in the mid 1400s. Did you know that? It's been around a long time, but it was just a card game then. They didn't start using it for divination until the late 1700s. Um, I think the first 
tarot deck that was printed specifically for divination purposes was like in 1780 something. Um, but still, you know, I mean, that's what, like, uh, 300 years. Yeah. That doesn't seem like a very long time. Anyway, 300 years that people have been using these, these cards as a way to communicate with the divine. Um, the original decks had um, some differences. Uh, there's like the Italian suited and the French suited and something, something, you know, they were a little different than what we have now. Um, usually what we use now is gonna be either based on the Rider weight deck or the, the Thoth deck. Um, tarot specifically, I mean, there are several variations of tarot, but they all kind of come down to the same loose set of guidelines. Usually with tarot, there's um, a set of major, major arcana. So like your, your big cards, the ones that are like the death card and the tower and the lovers and the fool and the hanged man, you know, um, all of those. They have very specific meanings. They can mean several things, but they do have very specific meanings. Um, and then uh, they, oh gosh. Then they um, also have the minor arcana. So there's four suits um, in the Rider Weight deck. Uh, well, the Rider Weight deck, you know, that's the one that's sort of like the traditional medieval looking deck. Um, there are, also decks that are based on Rider weight, but that are modernized with the imagery, but they, the images still have the same sort of um, symbolism as the original Rider weight art. Um, the Thoth, Thoth deck, T-H-O-T-H, -H, I'm probably saying that wrong. Um, but the Thoth deck was uh, created by Alistair Crowley and Lady Frida something. Oh, I have it right in front of me. Lady Frida Harris. Um, they uh, created this deck, this uh, Thoth deck together. Um, it's based more on um, the uh, Kabbalistic type. You know, Alistair Crowley was part of like the... Um, golden order of the dawn or something and, and the i don't have a duck uh that's an alarm alarms also go off when you have do not disturb turned on on your phone but i've been trying to record this all morning and uh keep being interrupted i actually was happy with the recordings until i i was interrupted repeatedly so um yeah not starting over again so powering through um where was I? Uh, I don't remember where I was, but I know where I was going. And that was to say that um, the uh, Rider Weight and Thoth decks um, have major arcana, and then uh, they also have minor arcana. Uh, there are four suits in, in both of them. Um, the Rider Weight has uh, pentacles, which is earth, wands which is fire cups which is water and swords is it swords i think it's swords um which is air 
the uh, the uh, the Thoth deck has um, discs, which is earth, and then cups is water, wands is fire, and swords is air. Um, and each of those uh, suits will have cards one through ten or ace through ten, and then um, four different like face cards. Um, Rider Waite has uh, page, knave, queen, and knight, and the Thoth deck has um, princesses, princes, queens, and knights. Um, so pretty similar, you know, some slight differences. Uh, the Rider Waite deck, uh, you've got your basic numerology, right? So like one through 10, one is the beginning of a journey, 10 is the end of a journey. On the Thoth deck, it's very similar, but one is the root power of that element. Um, and 10 is, uh, well, one is the root power of the element, two is sort of like the beginning of the, of the journey nine is more like the end of the journey and 10 is sort of the journey as a whole. Um, that's a very, very, very loose definition. Um, but yeah, so uh, tarot, you, um, the way you pull the card, whether it's upright or upside down um, is, is very important in the reading. So a reversed card in tarot is is not the opposite meaning, um, is sort of the, the negative aspect of that same thing. So like if I pull a card for love in, in Rider Waite, um, if it's upright, love is, you know, love is love. It's pretty cool, right? If it is reversed, it may mean some negative aspects of love, like obsession or um, uh loving the wrong person or you know codependency or something like that it doesn't necessarily mean the opposite of love so it doesn't mean hate or ambivalence or whatever you know um I mean it could but it could also just mean the negative aspect of that same thing um in Thoth you don't read your cards as reversed or not you read them all upright but it's very um, dignity of the cards is very important. So like if I have uh, a card that um, is from, uh, so say I have a, a card that's from cups, so water. And then I have another card that's from um, wands, which is fire. Well, water and fire, um, don't really work well together. So that means it's ill-dignified. Um, so it's again, uh, sort of the negative aspects of that, of that aspect. Um, but yeah, um, so lots of different ways to read those, lots of different um, interpretations and things like that. And we're gonna have a whole episode just on tarot because I personally, I love tarot. It's my favorite form of divination. Um, and I read my cards almost every day. Um, so the other, uh, the other kind of um, cardomancy, there's actually lots of kinds, but the other main kind um, is gonna be oracle cards. Um, where tarot, 
whatever kind of deck you're talking about, tarot will have, uh, each card has a, a defined set of meanings, which is what I like about it, by the way. Um, I don't need to worry that my um, imagination is uh, determining my reading. Um, so each card will have a, a set of meanings. Um, with Oracle, uh, usually, oh, by the way, usually I think a tarot deck uh, comes with 70 some odd cards. An Oracle deck usually comes with fewer. The cards are frequently a little bit bigger in size. Um, and it may or may not come with a booklet of meanings for each card. Um, most people, when they read or Oracle cards, uh, they will, the, the way you're supposed to read Oracle is that you look at the card and see what your interpretation of the card is and how that applies to the question at hand. Um, a lot of people will read um, tarot the same way, but at least with the major arcana, they pretty much stick to the standard definitions. Um, Eh, I have I have feelings either way, and we can get in, into that when we um, when we have the episode this about um, tarot. Maybe we'll do that next week. Um, but yeah, oracle oracle cards are a lot of fun, but they can be anything. I mean, there can be oracle cards that are I don't know, different types of trees, different types of crystals, um, cats, fairies, fanfics, or, or maybe not fanfics, but fanpics. Um, Oracle is very, very uh, open. Um, it's open to interpretation. It's open to contribution. You know, you can, you can make your own Oracle deck. Lots of people will make their own Oracle deck. Um, it's much more difficult to make a tarot deck because every every card is supposed to have specific symbolism. Um, but with Oracle, there's no there's no rules. There's no there's no one telling you how you have to do it. And uh, I mean that's that has its own attractiveness and beauty. Um, my favorite deck actually is this it's a double deck um it's two decks so one is a regular rider weight tarot um the the images have been modernized but they still carry the same symbolisms um the other deck is an technically an oracle deck but that one happens to work very similarly to a regular tarot deck um but yeah i do uh, if I have a like big important question, or if I have a question that I need a lot of information, there's not just like a simple answer. Um, that's I go straight for that. Um, so the Oracle deck in that one is about sort of the energies impacting things, and then the the tarot is about the more you know worldly aspect of everything. Yeah, uh, I definitely think we'll talk about some specifics about tarot reading um, and a little bit about oracle reading uh, next week. That'd be a lot of fun. For today, we are right at 30 minutes. Um, 
don't really have an exercise thought out for you, but you know, why don't you see if you have a tarot deck, um, if you are experienced with tarot, then just give yourself a good solid reading, you know, like what is the next year going to look like for you? If you don't have a deck or if you're not familiar with it or whatever, see if you can do some other kind of divination this week. You know, I mean, even if it's just you are driving down the road and while you're still definitely paying attention to your surroundings and such, um, let your mind wander, see where it goes. You know, um, a favorite is always going to be fire gazing for me. I, I stare at fire and get completely lost into it. I just don't happen to, you know, get any information from that. Um, if the divine is speaking to me, I'm not listening. But fire gazing is um, a lot of people will see things in it. Um, sometimes people will take pictures of the fire and then later scry the pictures to see what images they see in the fire. So yeah, um, what is your favorite form of divination? Um, is divination something that you find to be important in your practice? Um, uh, yeah, same basic stuff. You know where to find me on Twitter, set stuff underscore witchy. I still have not created that Facebook group that I keep saying I'm going to create. Um, I'll get to it. <laughs> It'll happen. But until then, um, you can create a Twitter, even if I'm the only person you follow, uh, just so you can, you can talk to me. Hey, and you guys know you can, um, rate and review the podcast on whatever platform you use, right? I mean, like, I've got a few on Audible, um, a few on Apple, I think. I haven't checked it in a little while. So, but yeah, feel free to um, leave a review, Re you know, good or bad. Let me know what you think. Anyway, uh, that's it for today. And I'll talk to you next week. Bye.